the just because deal. Hey, oh, what's this? Breakfast from Mickey D's. For me? Yep. Why? Because it's morning and you like McDonald's. Let's eat while it's hot. There's a deal for every act of kindness at McDonald's. The steak, egg, and cheese bagel is back at McDonald's. Order ahead on the app and pick up curbside. Price and participation may vary. McD app download and registration required. The Nerdgasm Talk Podcast is brought to you by Spaces Philly. If you love podcasts, go to spacesphilly.com where you can check out Lulu and Pop, Both Sides, Turntables, Jump Thoughts, Super Tongue, and the Nerd Coalition's very own No Gimmicks Needed. Visit spacesphilly.com today. And now, feel the Nerdgasm. And we're back to the Nerdgasm Talk Podcast. I'm the man with the plan if you need him, yo, Shazam. Here with episode 199 of the Nerdgasm Talk Podcast. Right uh, ready for episode 200. And there's no swag on with me today. There's not even my you know usual crew with Lady Sketch and Q. But we do have my partner, my wrestling partner. That's not Deion Sands of Primetime. Yo, yo, what's up? What's up? Uh, P R I M E, and we're here. Yeah. <laughs> Speak up a little bit next time, bro, so, so, so I can, you know, it, it can drown out the, the fan debate. Okay. All right. Um, so, we are here. I know it's very rare that us who host the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast uh, host the Nerdgasm Podcast, but this is episode 199, and come Monday, August 29th. We are going to give you our special 200th episode. Now, fortunately, that, that cannot include Swag, because Swag is a little busy. But Swag, I'm going to try to get Swag for episode 201. But we are having, an, for anybody who knows, that on August 29th, um, we have Michael Jackson's birthday. And we are huge fans of Michael and you guys can tell that on the channel all the time because we, we post different video reviews and stuff like that up there but we're doing a whole special tribute show to Michael Jackson so if you're a fan of Mike you know what I'm saying fan of music and fan of our thoughts or just want to hear us have some funny stories or debates we just enjoy this period come make sure you guys check out that show and we, we're going to do a couple of reviews also when it comes to the Jackson's and American Dream. You guys can watch out uh, for that review and a couple other things that we're going to do for that Monday. So make sure you guys tune into all that great stuff. So, but meanwhile, there are some things that we got to uh, attack that happened this weekend, man. So much, you know, now I wouldn't say so much. So this is probably going to be a shorter episode to say the least. But we, we, we got a couple of things. Like, first of all, D.C., is at again, bro. I mean, can we're you tell me what's going it. on? We're not in there yet. What'd you say? When are in they at it? Uh, you know, I don't know because right now there are reports again that now Aquaman two, the Lost Kingdom, and it and Shazam Fury of the Gods have been delayed again. This has to be the sixth time this day has been changed. We don't know what the fuck is going on with over there in DC. And according here, get uh, Deadline of what I'm reading, it says Deadline has learned that Warner Bros. is making a, a slew of release date changes next year. First of all, James Wong's Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom needs more time in post-production. So it's moving from March 17, 2023 
to December 25th, Christmas Day, 2023. De- well, that's a movie I won't be seeing on Christmas Day because I don't usually... Die. I know a lot of people who don't celebrate Christmas or who have nothing to do on Christmas will go to the movies on Christmas Day because the movies are always open on Christmas Day. I'm a kind of guy who does celebrate, and I'm, this is not coming to anybody, but I, I do celebrate with my family on Christmas Day, So, and we have Christmas dinner. It's a whole family event. So Aquaman would not be seen that day for me. And who said they won't change it the fuck again? And um, and I know they, they were saying the first Aquaman was released during Christmas. It, it was during, released during that month, but it wasn't Christmas Day, you know. So now that original date is going to go to Shazam Fury of the Gods, who was supposed to come out December 21st of this year, of 2022. Now it's going to be coming out in March uh, 2023. So, right now, with all this stuff going on, and uh, David Zaza promised to give, uh, you know, he wants to make sure and if, if it ain't right, it ain't gonna be coming out. And I'm like, was this stuff really not right, or is he really trying to make this thing extremely perfect? So, he, so whatever his DC vision is, so it could be that great. Because as of right now, this is starting to get like the um, what is what was that movie called? New Mutants, but they kept delaying that movie to the point where it was just like, whatever. And then and it, it wasn't end up being a good movie. I was like, you're the artist delaying, and we wouldn't even, it, whatever changes y'all made wasn't good. Because the movie still sucks. Yeah, then again, it's like, you also have your own streaming services for this reason, and I don't know, I, I can't tell you why they're not using it, but okay. Well, because they don't want to lose money like they did last year when they put all the Warner Brothers movies out. I'm not talking about every movie. Just the, like Batgirl could have definitely went on stream. It was supposed to go on streaming anyway, but they killed that and yeah, delaying everything else. So I don't, I don't know. No, no, no. Trust me, I I agree with you on, on top of that. Yeah, I'm just saying I I agree with you 100 on the the Batgirl thing being delayed also because that that was supposed to be a, a thing and they wanted to save money on that one. But I'm like I I don't know what in the world it like all this stuff is supposed to be like going on and uh yeah and you know what makes it weird is that they you know because flash was supposed to come out after aquaman now yeah. aquaman comes out after flash so the stuff that they just did probably don't even matter with uh ben affleck don't even matter probably and you know and my question is now i was very excited to see michael keaton back as batman I didn't need him to be the full role, whatever the case may be. I was excited to see original movie Batman back in action. And now with all this stuff going this on. Man for, they signed this man for three movies, and now he's only doing one out of those three. Bro, what? But, but it's out of three. I don't even know if we're going to be able to see him. Because now, if they if they replace ben Affleck, uh, replace him with Ben Affleck in the Aquaman movie, and, and, they, and they took out Batgirl... That means the only one left is the Flash, and because Ezra Miller is out here doing God knows what, and I'll tell me, and, 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 so I don't know what's gonna happen with the Flash movie. Now they gonna still release it. I mean, they they probably are, but I'm saying, but right now, as a fan, as a fan of movies, as a fan of superhero movies, it's just 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 a fan of all the stuff that's been going on. How in the world can you get excited for something? When you when you don't even really know how things are going to lay out for it, yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah. Because 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 uh, <laughs> of right now there is 
it's like now if, if you prepare yourself for this date and they change it again because you have to sit there and think like what the fuck is going on on this movie or what's going on on your release date so, or, or the Warner Brothers slate of, of releases that it is, is really the problem and what David Zasoff saying what he was saying about making sure that he's not going to release a project until it's ready I'm like how not ready are these projects and then what like really we're in we don't know what the fuck is going on, and I'm, I'm like, they claim I, I, that they only have money to release two movies. Is what they claim. What for, for this year? Yeah. You know, it's hard for me to believe a company like Warner Brothers, who merged with yeah, Discovery, exactly, had, don't 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 have enough. Only have money to release two movies, and and, I, and I'm like, so because I want to like it, the, the Rock still getting Black Adam, correct? Yeah, so I think the, the, they only have two two movies left. So I think it's Black Adam and uh, Darling something. Darling? Oh, I, I don't know. I don't know. I got Florence Pugh in it. So, mm. But those are the only two that I know that they are releasing. So I don't know. Damn, I, you know, honestly, I, I don't... I don't know. I, I know they, they got some movies up here that I'm reading that says Salem's... Uh, lot and it's coming out in april and then they have the nun 2 which is coming out the evil dead rises for april yes and that's I'm all like, next year right y- yeah and uh yeah what's this? another change includes dating new new lines house party redux for december 9th 2022 i don't know what that's about i doubt it's about what what, what, what we, we we think it's about to be honest with you but you know, all, all all that stuff it just it just makes you wonder. And then the stuff with Ezra Miller, because like you know what, every time I hear his name, after a while I, I like I, I don't care anymore because I'm like I don't know what the hell is going on with him. And then now, uh, oh, well, you, you have to be it? respectful and say them. That, oh, that, that, that so yeah. I, I, I'm sorry. I I I don't know what his change stuff like they're going on but but they said that they apologized to Warner Brothers mm-hmm. and I'm like apologized yeah. out of all the shit that he that, that they have been accused of apologize and I'm like and that's it yeah that's it that's it. Will Smith gets banned from for slapping Chris Rock, which is bad also, and Dawson for 10 years. And even though people still say that that's still not a bad punishment, but I'm like, Ezra Miller has kidnapped people, hurt people, mm-hmm. and done all this stuff to them. And you mean to tell me this man all he has to do is to say, I'm sorry to. Uh, well, no, to no just, that, was, that, was, that wasn't him. That, well, that wasn't them. That was a uh, WB. Okay. There was an article. You didn't read the. It, it was like they had three options. It was just do the movie with no press from Ezra, or just speak up some second here. Have Ezra apologize, or uh, scrap the movie, and they didn't want to scrap it. So Ezra apologized. That's the option that they went with. So he, he apparently apologized, 
and reaffirm their commitment to the movie, which has been rumored to be under threat amid the fury of controversy surrounding the actor. And so, does it mean now he gets on track so we can finally release his movie? Like, I don't know how to feel about that. How do you feel about that? Uh, I think they're just going to release it with no press from Ezra. But I'm going to say, but all, all the stuff they did, don't they have to be held accountable for that? Like I said, Ezra's not doing press. So. That's the best yeah. you got? Look, I'm not, I'll, be, I'll, be, I'll, I'll be by this. I don't, I want to see the movie, but if it gets scrapped, I honestly would, I can understand that. But WB is like, we need this money. So, hey. It's XWB. I don't know. This shit is this, this shit is so this this shit is so screwed out of left field. And I'm like, you know what? This movie should have been released when it was supposed to be released. Or at least put it on HBO Max. You know, I'm about to say like as of right now, because you you, you know what? We'll, y'all focusing on all trying to make this money. Put 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 your money in Dwayne's hands. They could bring something in there because. He fucked. She. They fucked up. Excuse me. Okay. They. They, they did a, a lot of shit. I'm like, you got to answer for that shit, bro. Yeah. Oh no. But this is their last movie, though. Yeah, released so, or not, this is. Released or not, this is their last uh, DC Warner Brothers project ever. So. Yeah. Like, I mean, uh, maybe there is some. Accountability he's gonna face that I have not read about yet to be honest with you. I don't know. But they already said he's done though. Or they are done. Yeah, alright, cause uh, you know, I I I guess I gotta take a wait and see approach, but right now the the, the that's the kind of annoying shit that's going on. Meanwhile, um you know, I I, I wanted to talk about that, but I also want to talk about uh uh what's we got going on. So there has Gamescom was this uh, weekend, and then of course I know that they reveal a lot of stuff about me and Prime play a lot of NBA 2K23. Now, if you guys want to hear more about Gamescom, obviously Swag will be more aligned at department because the, the games that me and Prime play, you know, say they they talked about it. We're gonna talk about it on two separate podcasts. But I am very. This is, has been the most excited I have been for. A 2K NBA game since they took off the ESPN moniker back in like 2006. Remember, it was ESPN 2K. Yes. Yeah, and, and remember, I, like, I used to just be uh, a live guy, and then <laughs> live 2010 just died. It, it, it killed the franchise. They tried to revive it twice, and it still is just dead. EA Sports like, all right, well, fuck it, we can't we can't compete with 2K. Well, 2K may have outdid themselves this year. Pry, have you been reading so that's been going on with 2K? Uh, just a little bit, not all of it, but yeah, most. Uh, I- I've seen some things. Okay, well, I'm a huge my team player, but I'm also a guy who plays casual play. They didn't say anything about my career too much, but the, the, the two things that they revealed, or the three things they revealed, was stuff about the W. I don't know if Pry plays the W. Uh, I do. Uh, then 
They reveal stuff about my team, which is my, my main mode, which is, is great. But then they have this new mode, mode called the Errors. This is one of the things that I am truly, truly excited for. And uh, when it comes to, when it comes to the errors, they, uh, how they ever said, what if Kobe and Shaq never went their separate ways? What if the Houston Rockets selected Michael Jordan with the number one overall pick in 1984? You get to explore the what if possibilities, imagine experience in different basketball errors. So there's four different errors that, that, that you can play. There is the Magic versus Bird era. That's the 80s. In that era, you start at 1983, which is right before the 1984 draft. And you can sit you, you can sit there and work your team because you already got Magic and Bird on their teams already. And see, like, will you be able to get Michael Jordan or will you be able to get anybody else that's coming out of that 1984 draft? From Not St- Charles. We don't know that yet. Yeah. Because I'm saying with all, with all this new stuff coming out, especially with the NBA playing uh, at 2K paying the legends that that 24.5 million dollars, with Charles only at, Charles and Reggie's only asking for one million. Mm-hmm. There's a possibility, like if they knew that this this game was going to do these kind of special stuff, right? I figured, why not try to do that so you can have people like if you go to the 1984 draft right and uh, other than Akeem nobody cares about Sam Bowie but then you know Michael and he got stocked in but it's like you, you, you know Barkley's in there I'm just I'm, I'm just talking about like from, from, from basketball fans in the draft who else was in the 84 draft uh, uh I can look it up but you can keep talking okay yeah what I'm saying but you know those are some of the highlight people from the 84 draft because which is considered, you know, one of the best draft classes. Their oldest Thorpe, Kevin Willis. Yeah, good good names there. Uh, Sam Perkins. Sam Perkins. They also have, uh, and like you could go each year. The draft's gonna be the same people coming out. Like Jerome Kersey. Did I like Jerome Kersey? Yeah. Uh, then then there's the Jordan era, which is the '90s, which you play through the '90s. And you start that. You start that in uh, 1991, and see if you can uh, stop the, the Bulls from getting a three P. And like, will you be able to draft Shaq at number one? Like, will Chris Webber and Shaq be on the same team? Who, like, you know, like, what if they was on the same team? You know, and not Penny. Who knows? You can control that era. Then they have the Kobe era, which is one of my favorite eras, which is the 2000s, when I was. Really in the basketball heavy. I was a basketball. I, I, I love the eighties. Eighties is my favorite era, but when I was watching the most nineties and two thousands because that was the AI versus Kobe era right there. You know, and uh, the, you know, then you start this one in two thousand two after the Lakers three peat and going right into the two thousand three NBA draft where that that's LeBron, Melo, Bosh, Wade. Kurt Heinrich and, and all and all them guys and TJ Four, huh? Welcome, welcome back, TJ Four, right? Kyle Culver. Yeah, I think he was two thousand three. Chris Kamen and all them. So, uh, and of course Darko Milicic. So, you, you you have that era. Then you have the modern era, which is obviously you know your, your Steph, your Kawhi, your Hardens and stuff like that. And one thing I like about this era is 
everything flows with that era when it comes to the presentation the uniforms the grind on the tv the short shorts the long shorts like whatever if it's the 80s the 90s the 2000s or 2010s they even have the old uh starting the starting lineups presentation that i'm looking at here on their website and they also have some uh, things called uh, like like, like the, the, the little things each era has its own specific unique menu background uh, so each era feels different. Accurate gameplay to the era. So if you're in the '80s, teams will have a bigger focus on the mid-range in the post-game in the in their playbooks. And then, uh, you know, same thing when it comes to like like the '90s. You can do certain different things, like hard foul, something like that 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 will be like a flagrant today. That was nothing back then. You know, saying it, 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 so the, the different rules that that have changed throughout the eras is going to be in there. The different the logos and teams and the jerseys will be updating, so you can go from that nice. Blue. Probably one thing, probably for the for the AI is cool. But like, what if I pick Seattle and I just want Seattle like now? You know, instead of OKC. You know, so you like in this eras mode. Yeah, I'm saying, what if I like start with like. The 2000s Kobe mode, and I want to stay in Seattle and not move to OKC. Or now, the one thing is, I I don't think the mode goes into the other like I I don't know how deep I think I don't know if it's like a, just a ten year mode because to go through. Remember, that you decade, said the 2000s Kobe era it starts in what year? 2002. Yeah, so you go from 2002 to what? I I said I don't know when it ends. Oh, because because I know I know it's like okay. You still had Seattle in 2009 where KD was drafted to. Mm-hmm. And then they changed OK City when he drafted Westbrook. Yep. So I do understand that, you know, if you want to keep Seattle, I get it. I don't know when that stuff uh, is going to, how long it goes to. That's one thing you probably got to look forward to. Because obviously, same thing with the 80s. Like, the 80s goes into the 90s, obviously. The Jordan, you know, Jordan goes from, you know, that, that transition, the same thing with Shaq from the 90s into the 2000s. And Kobe was drafted in the 90s, so was AI. And they go into, and they go into the 2000s there, so I, I don't know how long these things last. Are they supposed to be, to be like, a, like a 10-year thing? Or if you're supposed to just go all the way into you feel like it? Like, right now, I don't know. Yeah, because it's kind of something that I do, like, on my free time. I, like, get a roster from 92, and I go from 92 all the way until whenever I feel like going, whenever I feel like basically. Yeah. So, it's, it's, it, it's almost the same thing, but more or more official. Yeah. Uh, they had, they said, all-star game jerseys. Players will now wear their own team's jerseys in all-star games until the real-life NBA made the switch to team-based jerseys. Because I did like, for some, it, it, it was weird to a lot of people, but I did like when the players wore their own jerseys. Yeah, I did, but you that's just a thing. You didn't like that? You didn't, you didn't like when he was doing that? Nah, I, I like when they all had the. Now, I, when the jerseys are good, then I like when they, when they wear. But when they when they don't have like some of the recent jerseys, I don't like. I think the last All Star jersey I like was the one in Toronto. I can't remember that because that's the one with Kobe. It was Kobe and LeBron. It was like the red with the Toronto sky, red and white. Oh, okay, yeah. And, and blue and white, uh, blue and gray, or something like that, yeah. Yeah, see, like, certainty, like, okay. 
the ones from the eighties to me was just simple. I was just like, okay, the, the east wear the white, the rest wear the wear the red. Then when it got to the nineties, he, he, he tried to start putting different designs on, like that ninety five Phoenix one. That, yeah, like they that they started using the city. That was I didn't like that one. That night that they started, they started using the city in the the nineties and early two thousands. Started using the city and the uh, the All Star game, the colors, you know. Yeah. Now, yeah. from ninety eight to two thousand two, I was like, okay, I'm not, ma-, you know, it, it was something different. But I was like, I'm not mad. I know some people I look at as lazy, but I, I was like, okay, it's cool to see these different kind of jerseys out there, so that people represent like that. Uh, I I didn't mind the whole LeBron KD team jerseys where they had like okay you had the big uh symbol of what team you represent in the front mm-hmm. and then you had your name you had your name and stuff on the back and they all see it white or black but it still had its own identity to it i like that i was enjoying that i did i really like the east and west jerseys from 2006 was the, that the vegas no that's not no, the no, vegas. vegas 2007 i'm talking about the ones that okay. look like the old school Washington Bullets type jerseys. There's like white at the top but blue at the bottom for the east or red at the bottom for the west. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I really like those jerseys. And I'm going to tell you which ones I hated. Uh, that was in almost seemed like almost every 2K game at the time that came out years after this. Uh-huh. I think I want to say it's 2010, though. It probably was. For like 2010, 2014, I was like, ugh. It's, 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 you know, it's a possibility. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, so, the, the, that era's mode sounds really fun. I think I really want to try that out. Uh, yeah. Can't well, wait to uh, see how it goes. Or, you know, let me know how you how you like it. You're not going to get 2K when it come out? I am, what I'm saying. Uh, we can talk about how we both like the mode. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I'm also going to try the W. They got the... The playoffs, their all-star game, and their championship in there now because they used to have that in the W. You just playing, and it's just like, okay, when, what, what, what are we playing to? Oh, okay, we're just playing because they're in here. Okay, and then they got the they got the different NBA, the WNBA jerseys. Thank God, I was hating. Did they put the t- them terrible jerseys in in, in the game? Uh, not last year, the year before that, the one that's it was like. Had all this business moniker shit on there. I was like, "Where's the team logos on here?" Mm-hmm. But now, now you can choose like classic uh, Seattle Storm jerseys or current Seattle Storm jerseys, stuff like that. Or alternate. I was like, "Okay, we can do. We can mix some things up." I, I, I don't know if they're gonna do it. They're probably not gonna do it in this game. But I'm just like, but can we add some Legends teams for the women? If if we're gonna do Legends team for the men, we can do some Legends team for the women. There's Legends out there. If I want to play with, you know, Lisa Leslie or Cheryl Swoops or all of them like that, I'm just saying, Dawn Staley, can I, you know, do that? Yeah. Or, or, or Those even, are probably just harder, that's all. What you say? Those are probably just harder, that's all. It, it's, it's, it's a possibility. Uh, yeah. so, Tell me who else is on Lisa Leslie's team. Say what? Tell me who else was on Lisa Leslie's team at the time. You know, at that time, I'm not even going to lie to you, I don't, I don't remember. That's probably why. <laughs> uh, I mean, somebody like them who, who you know, that, that, that's do, do these kind of games in, into that in the basketball, like it wrenched, it, it drained in the history of them. You can look that up and know that kind of stuff. Like people like us, like if I was sitting there working for them, and I gotta do my research, yeah, you do your research and do that. I'm saying me right now, 
as a fan, yeah, I don't remember, you know, the teams like that. Mm-hmm. Much back in the past. Because honestly, I didn't start watching the W... I, 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 I swear to God, I did not start watching the WNBA until Diane Trevazi came in the league. Okay. Because I was a big fan of her back in UConn. And I started watching her. And then when my then when Maya Moore came in, I really started watching. Then when CP came, I was just like, okay. So I, then then I started just watching it. But before then, I wasn't watching WNBA, mm-hmm. which a lot of men or people won't watch. Be honest with you, won't watch. Just be honest with yourself. And then of course the George challenges are coming back, which I'm excited about. Also, this was probably gonna be hard as a bitch, but I'm just like, I'm curious to see what the unlocks are now. Because back then, when they had the George challenge, it was you get to unlock that classic team. Now they already got to have all these classic teams, which I hope they add some more. But you have to ask yourself, okay, so now what are you going to be unlocking? But just to have the 1984 Olympic game on there, to have, to have a college game on there, and to have, uh, you know, uh, the 1988 All-Star game. I'm sitting there thinking to myself, like, I wonder if they're going to put all the people in there. I mean, how can you not? I don't know. Maybe you unlock the uh, dream team, or you unlock something like that. You know, I'm I don't gonna, know. Uh, let's see, NBA All Star Game t- uh, 1984. I, I'm, I'm gonna look at the seat. Oh, no, eighty eight. It was eighty eight. That's what. That's what he won the um, the MVP, right? Yeah. Okay, so eighty eight. That's what he. Had. Join one MVP. I'm trying. I'm gonna see what the, the roster is. I'm gonna see if it's a possibility. Let's see. Isaiah, the starter, Isaiah Thomas, Michael Jordan, Dominique Wilkins, Larry Bird, Moses Malone, and then reserves with uh, Danny Ainge, Pat, Danny Ainge is Okay, Patrick Ewing, Doc Rivers, Brad, Brad Doherty, Charles Barkley, Kevin McHale, Maurice Cheeks. Then for the West, it was Magic, Fat, uh, Fat Lever. Alex English, Carmelo, Akeem Olajuwon, then Clyde Drexler, Akeem Abdul-Jabbar, James Worthy, Xavier McDa- uh, McDaniel, Mark Aguirre. Damn. Okay. Uh, Anthony R- Robertson. <laughs> we see why he got MVP. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> James Donaldson and Steve Johnson. Who did I play? I was sitting. I was. I was sitting thinking like, damn. Yo, know, back back in the day, the West was kind of small past the the, the uh, starting lineup. Yeah. And then I was just like, cause the East was just like, Jesus, they was dominant. So, I, like I'm saying, there's a, there's a possibility that you know, Charles can make it, or maybe not. You know, who, who knows? But I'm just saying. But it, there's a possibility that that they can you know make some appearance even later on down the line if they add stuff like that in there for my team because they keep constantly updating the stuff. I'm excited for it. All right. Well, uh, now let's see. We spent some time on that. Let's get into the TV experience, which uh, we're going to talk about She-Hulk. So, guys, welcome back to the TV experience. And uh, this is, like I said, we're doing audio version here, Mr. A&E, and in prime time, we're going to be talking about She-Hulk attorney, attorney at law. And this is a, a a new Disney Plus miniseries right after Miss Marvel. The only thing about this is, so th- this this is a different kind of show. This is not a hour show like all the other ones have been. This is an easy half hour, which is actually easy easier for me to get through. 
Mm-hmm. To be honest with you, it's like it, it's, it's not overstated. It's welcome. And um, we are following the story of what's her name? Jen. Yeah, yeah, Walter. yeah. Jennifer Walters, who is you know like it's uh she she plays Seahawk, but she also plays plays Bruce Banner's cousin. And now here's here's my history with She-Hulk. I never like read a She-Hulk comic. I'm not even gonna lie to you. The only time I read about She-Hulk is when I'm reading about like the New Avengers, or when it'd be like West Coast Avengers, or it'd be like something of a team up type thing. But it would never be like I think she had an appearance at Age of Ultron, but I never read like a She-Hulk comic because I wasn't a big Hulk comic reader. Mm-hmm. At, you know, at that time, so so anything involving the Hulk will be in other stories and side stories. But I never was a Hulk reader comic, uh, uh, uh like that. So, what episode one does, first of all, let, let's say by now, let's real quick, we, we start with episode one, Prime. So, how did you enjoy episode one without any spoilers before we get into it? Uh, I thought it was cool, it's a cool little um story, but I kind of felt like maybe I didn't see what everybody else was seeing, but that's just that's just me. Okay. I uh, enjoy episode one. Me and my wife watched it. And I was like, okay, I like how she breaks the fourth wall. I like how it's easy to digest. I like, we just got right up into into it. And it's just like, we didn't need no big origin. We didn't need no, I'm trying to control this, stuff like that. I'm like, and we got a cameo from uh, Mark Ruffalo. So, I like that. But guys, since if you have not seen episode one, here are the spoilers. So we're just letting you know right now, we're getting into spoiler territory. So the episode basically starts off with uh, Jen talking about, you know, the different things that she's applying to, to try to be a lawyer for uh, for this case. But she obviously breaks the fourth wall. She, she's known as she hawk. She's already a hawk right now. But she's like, well, let me just go back and, and tell you guys basically what happened. And we go back at her and and bruce is driving bruce at, at, in the meantime has this device on his arm which is able to keep him from going back into smart hawk and i think he, he was still dealing with like an injury on his arm so while they were driving uh this uh what was the name of that ship sakarian yeah sakarian ship the sakarian ship comes down and then it makes him uh, fall off the road. When Jen gets out, she cuts her wrist. But uh, Bruce is already bleeding from the forehead, which causes the blood to go into her blood. And to see his blood is you know, full of gamma. Uh, can I just... I, hey, just, I just need a second. Um, since when has Bruce Benner bled? Yeah, I was asking the same question, like, to the point... like I, I guess they had to find a way for us to get there. But I, but I don't... Because in the comments, it's the blood transfusion, because she's like... On, she gets into an accident and she needs the blood but here it's just like oh I'm Hulk and I'm bleeding I'm like alright I mean sure I guess yeah it, it, it was it was kind of a did Dizzy challenge it a little bit I was just like cause I do remember the blood transfusion type thing but I was just like I guess they didn't want to do it that way but but I, I do remember like when has the when has Bruce bled like or to the point where it's like He's like leaking blood, like maybe maybe prick his finger, but then that will trigger something. But see, in my personal opinion, and this is going to be an unpopular opinion, I understand that, that I believe that I don't like the way the MCU has handled the Hulk 
period. I mean, I like the first two Avengers movies, and I was actually, I actually liked the Incredible Hulk movie. The one with Edward Norton back in the day. Oh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, said, I mean, I, look, I'm, I'm going to say... But the way he's been handled after Age of Ultron, I, I have not liked it. No, I'm going to be honest with you. I think a good, a good Hulk that we should have just kept was Hulk in uh, Ragnarok. He's not a dumb idiot. He can talk a little bit, but he's still a monster. I think we could have kept that Hulk. Yeah, they did, but, but he got his ass whooped. But I'm saying we could have. I'm saying we could have. They could have just kept that whole overall, not like make him, you know, banner basically. Yeah, I mean, I I understand what they want. I understand they want to merge it, but ever since like when the Russo took over, I was just like, my God, this is this is not this is not the Hulk I like, remember or read about. To be honest with you, I know mm-hmm. I said earlier I didn't read no Hulk comics like that, but don't mean I haven't read comics. Okay, so I know the, the Hulk origin story and stuff like that. So then when she becomes She Hulk, it's like she wakes up. In the woods, finds his bar, and then you know I like how all the ladies come in. You know they try, they try to you know help her out, but then these guys try to talk to her, and she gets pissed, and then she just go she she hawks out. But then Bruce comes to stop her. He finds her, and lets her know that what's happening. But Bruce is automatically telling her like, "Look, your life is over. You can't do all this stuff. You, you got to go back. You, you can't live like this. Blah 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 blah." And she's like, "No, I, I I'm an attorney, and I'm gonna go back to live my, my regular life." But but he's like, let me teach you how to be a hawk. But what's happening is she is showing off and doing all the stuff better than he is. Mm-hmm. In a, in a way, and to the point where she's like, okay, now she can handle it. And to the point where now she can be able to control when she goes into hawk mode and when she doesn't go into hawk mode. Because, you know, she she didn't make good, good, good points about the shit that women have to deal with. And, you know, saying how... You know they always even as angry anyway. So the shit that he got to deal with, it, she's able to control it somehow. Uh, which causes a debate between them, which causes a fight between them. Which you can see the difference in like she's not as strong as the Hulk, obviously, but uh, she go she she gonna hold up her own, and she's not going to uh, you I, know. I, huh? I don't know if I like that or not. To be honest, well, cause cause right this ain't that I understand. This ain't World Breaker Hawk, okay? This is not. No, what I'm saying it, is like she can she can hold her own over Hulk, even if he not Hulk Hulk. He, can, he should still know how to beat her. She just been Hulk for like thirty seconds. I mean, I I I agree. With you. This is why I'm saying I don't like this version of Hulk. Like, cause okay, it, it was fine for what it was. I'm like, leave the small. I'm I'm over Smart Hawk. I'm over it. To be honest with you, uh, a lot of people may not be. I personally am over smart smart hawk. I don't want to see it no more. That's just me. But anyway, with that being said, uh, they come to an agreement where she goes back to work. So when she goes back to work, she, that's basically her t- her telling the story, and uh, you know also you know the different privileges that they have that they can drink and not get drunk while in their form and you know stuff like that. But then when she's there, just random villain pops in and starts destroying the courtroom and she and her, her friend Nick was like yo do your thing turn to she all can save anybody and then she does it she saves the jury and she 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 lets her know who she is and then that's how the show goes off and i'm like okay i i was able to digest it, it got right to the point it said everything it needed to say and that was it i thought 
uh, from the start, it was a decent episode. Then, of course, they had a post-credit scene of her talking about how Captain America wasn't a bird because she was trying to sit there and prove, you know, that Captain America uh, had sex at some point, you know, when she finally got Bruce to go out there and tell her. It was like a little joke type thing. But that was episode one. So, I and, uh, I enjoyed it. And like you said, you didn't yeah, see what yeah, Like, I know there was, there was the whole thing with the CG. I understand that. No, not even the CG. So I thought it was cool. But everybody was talking about, oh, this is one of the best shows. I'm like, I don't see it yet, personally. But, you know. I mean, I can't. I, I'm, I'm not going to say best. I mean, it's, it's different. It's like, it's like more like a kind of like a comedy type thing. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, you know, it, it's, it, I'm curious to see how, how you know, because I like the She-Hulk story. So I would like to see how it translates to you know to translates to the screen and everything like that, and obviously a lot of other people that are bigger YouTubers or biggest people like that have gotten the first part, like the first four episodes. God, it's a nine episode series. Yeah, and they acting like it's just one of the best shows, and I honestly haven't seen that from the first two. So, I mean, hey. Hopefully, I'm proven wrong. That's well, all I'm saying. In my personal opinion, I'm enjoying this a little bit better than Miss Marvel for the first two episodes. I'm more engaged I, in it for some reason. For uh, some reason, I think I think the I think for, at this current time, I like Miss Marvel better. At this time, I can understand that. I can I can believe it or not, I can truly understand that. Yeah, and like I said, I didn't hate Miss Marvel. There's just something about. Miss Marvel was just like it's not clicking with me for some reason. Yeah, and I don't know what the fuck that was. To be honest with you. Uh, but okay, so that was episode one, and uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. Hope you guys enjoyed our review because we will be back here with episode two. So if you're still on YouTube, make sure you guys check us out for episode two. If you're still the podcast, we're about to move on. So guys, back to the movie experience. And now we're doing episode two of She-Hulk. And uh, in this episode, first of all, it's still uh, me, Mr. Andy, and Prime reviewing this for you guys. Mm-hmm. We, we break this up and put them on YouTube. So we had to do like redo the intros and stuff like that. But now uh, we're in episode two. And now we're getting more into what's going to be happening with, you know, now that she now that she is She-Hulk. So... Before we get into the spoilers, Prime, how did you feel about episode two? Uh, I thought episode two was basically. I feel like this was episode one. Like if this was like that hour that we was talking about, this whole would have been all the same episode. You know what? I I was thinking the same thing. Like it felt like they took the, that, that hour first episode and and cut it into two because there were the way it just ended in the first one, the way this one, ended, I was just like, this really could just been one episode. Yeah, that's uh, what I felt like. I felt like honestly, I feel like they should have did that. The first episode should have been an hour, and then the rest should have been thirty minutes. Okay, I'm not even mad at that. That was a, that was actually a good take because in this episode, there really is nothing happening. It's like it's not really no. I mean, you do get you do see She Hulk, but it's like nothing really that's causing action or causing a threat or anything like that. Or I mean, there you know. We'll, we'll get to it when we get to spoilers, but I what you said was right on the money. I can't even top that. That this felt like still part of the first episode, which he cut in half. I'm hoping yeah. that the rest of the series, like I said, is easier to get through. But I hope more episodes 
in the future feel more complete. Like, like to the point where for, for, for the 30 minutes, it was like a completed episode opposed to a, a big episode that was cut in half. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what I'm hoping happens. I'm not sure if that's going to happen or not, but that's what I'm hoping happens. So, but yeah. But now we're about to get into spoilers. So if you guys don't want to know any spoilers for She-Hulk episode 2, let's, uh, you know, go past that. So now with She-Hulk being... Uh, coming out of the courtroom now she's all over the news she's made everything in the news they talk to the guy out there and say yeah that he you know that that, that chick they, they named her she hawk she don't really like the name but now hey i'm gonna be honest that, I, that first part was funny to me he was like uh, and there's this chick kind of average yeah <laughs> right i was about to mess up man. He, he was funny though and like i said there, there are things that's funny it's just funny in the show and they, they they want to borrow they about chance she hawk so then she goes into a she hawk mode and she goes and celebrates you know drinking with a friend and she's huge she's like six foot seven six foot eight you know yep. so it's a woman that's just walking in there everybody sitting there and even some of her uh people that work in her paralegal something like that was saying that you just got some power so you can get over on the cases but now she she won a difficult case but now her boss comes in says can i talk to jen so when she shrinks down she, she gets hit with the alcohol because she been drinking and like I said the, you know as She-Hulk she wouldn't be affected by that but he was saying that hey we, we appreciate you want a difficult case for us but people are going to think that the jury was manipulated because you saved their lives well she's like well what am I supposed to do like let them get smashed by you know the bench I, I, I'm not here to be saved alive she, he said we understand that you did the right thing but it will you, you know a, as a side show and things like this we can't have cases with you no more so we have to let you go and i was like that sucks because you're doing the right thing but then because if you didn't do the right thing and then you invented that you had powers they're like why come you ain't saved nobody how can you save my family member but then don't tell me you know what they call that what they call it with great power (laughs) so here here you go here here you go basically that's what they basically said it without saying it basically with great power comes great responsibility. Cha-ching. You know, so with, with that being said, it's just like, okay, fine. Um, I get it. But it's like, uh, how, how do I explain it? Um, it's just not fair because yeah. now can she find a job? Because now everybody feels like now since she's a hero, the jury's automatically going to be on her side. They're going to be manipulated, and you can't have that when it comes to a case. So she's been going to try to find jobs. She cannot find a job at all. So uh, Bruce has been calling her, but she hasn't been returning his calls. So then she's like, oh, she got to go to family dinner. So we get introduced to her other family. Her dad, her mom, her... Uh, who's Chet? I don't know. Her other cousin, I guess. Yeah, I'm going to be honest with you. I did not need this. You, 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 need, you need the family scenes? Nah, not at all. No, you know, I, was, I know it was important to I know it was important to like the chaos of her just becoming a Hulk and, and you know life is crazy. I did not I personally didn't need this scene. Oh, she has a wacky family. I, I didn't need it. I know. I, I guess he probably wanted to introduce the other other characters, knowing that they're going to bring their other characters in later on in, in certain parts of the show. I hope not. <laughs> well. They, uh, her dad talks to her says, look, you know what? I know you're running all stuff down, but you, you're going to be okay. And I was like, okay, that, that, that's fine. But then she finally decided, uh, 
what happened was that she was in the bar, and then the other guy, the other defendant or or prosecutor that she won the case against before she turned to She-Haw, was like, we like what you did because that, that was a hard case for you to win against us. We want you to come work for us. And she's like, she'll take the job. She just jumped on the job. But what she did not know is that they want her to be as She-Hulk because they want her to represent their superhero uh, crime uh, division. Where she's going to be representing different kind of superheroes of powered people. And she gets, a, she gets a nice pay raise. She gets a bigger office and everything like that. And then she gets to choose her own paralegal. But her first case is she has to take uh, defend... Emily, uh, uh, what was it? I forgot his name. Um, the Abomination. Emil, Emil Blonsky. Yeah, Emil Blonsky. Who was the Abomination from the Incredible Hulk movie back in 2008? And she's like, wait a minute. That man tried to kill my cousin Bruce. And she said, I really don't feel comfortable taking it. And she says, well, look, if you don't take it, you don't have a job. So you got at least go see him first to see if you're going to want to be able to deal with it or not. So she goes and visits the Abomination. But now... He is just in, like, you know, a piece of mo. He's like, she was like, are, are you not turning to Abomination because you can't or because you won't? And he says, you know, he won't. He, he, he changed that part of his life. You know, he uh, writes haikus now and everything. He, he's just spiritually different. But he, he, he actually kind of make a good point. He was saying that I was juiced up with the Super Soldier Center from your government. And I would thought that I was being here to take down this this beast. And then when, when, when things went away, I tried to take him down, but then he beat me and then he looked up as the hero and I'm the villain? I thought it was going to be the next Captain America or something. And I'm sitting there looking at it like, that's how, you know what, he got a point, because that's how the fucking government works. It's like, they look at him as a threat. They bring in these people to try to take down this threat when they don't really know what the full story is. And they, and they try to juice this man up so you can be at like the next Captain America because Captain America hasn't been there. And next thing you know, it's just like the Hulk is now the hero. He's the Avenger. And everybody loves him, but he gets he's in jail for it. So she feels him, but she has to call Bruce and be like, look, I want to talk to you about how you feel about me defending the abomination, even though she basically called with her mind already made up. But Bruce, she just called to let Bruce know that Bruce is like, look. I, mean, I think I, I think it's a funny thing, but I don't know if they keep doing it. It's gonna get old when she's talking, and she keeps cutting them off. Yeah. So oh, I don't you, know. you, you say, you say that might get old quick. Yeah, let's see, it's gonna get, it's gonna get old real fast. It could, but it was funny. But like they like it, it, it was just you know longer than it should have been. I can agree with that. Yeah. So, uh. With that being said, you know, Bruce like, well, it's cool. I don't mind you um, defending him. He gave me a nice haku. And, you know, we kind of squashed the beef a while ago. So, it was, you know, that fight over Harlem, I, I was in a different place back then also, which he was. He's a whole different actor. So. He said that. Yeah, I know. So he said, uh, but what if, she said, are you going to be in LA anytime soon? He says, yeah. About that, I got to take care of some business. And he, he's on the, the uh, what was it, Chitauri, you said? Chitauri. I don't know. I don't know how to pronounce it. Yeah, he's on the ship. He, he's on that ship, and it zips off, which that ship is representing, if anybody read War War Hawk, it's like, are we actually going to get that kind of movie? Because I know Universal gave the rights back to Marvel when it came to the Hawk, I believe. 
I'm not 100% I, uh, sure on that, but I got to check on that, though. Uh, but then he's supposed to be in, in, he's supposed to be back, so I don't know. Yeah, so like I said, so I, I don't know if what's going on, but I'm just like, but if we go into World War Hawks, I think he's done for the series right there. Nah, he's coming back. Oh, he, he's coming back? Yeah. For the series? Yes. Oh, wow, okay. I thought, I thought, I thought that was, like, okay, he's off. I thought so, too, but then... There was a there was a figure that came out and I was like oh well, yeah so he's gonna have to come back because he ha- he wasn't wearing that. Okay, well uh, you know Marvel pay some money for some Mister X. Well we don't know yet though. Um, so when she goes back, she's like okay so she, she's gonna represent him, and there you have it. That was the, that was episode two. Well, well, I mean, Mister. Plot. I'm gonna just say. Well, which, which part? Which part? I missed at the end. What, what happened? Yeah. So she said, "I'm gonna represent him." He said, "Okay." And then he broke under jail. So I was like, "Oh, oh, oh no, that, oh, that's right." She she did see that he was like, "Wait a minute," because they had that abomination fight in Shang Chi with Wong, and then it was just like you know, and he it was like last year he broke out jail. She's like, "Oh, what the fuck?" Like 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 seriously. Like, okay, she didn't know all that. So now we want to see how we're gonna handle this in episode three. So that was episode two. No, no, that was no, that was live. Oh, so that was wait a minute. So I thought they said let. Oh, you know what? I I, I go back and see. I thought they said this is footage from last year because you know, they they try to go in the um the same timeline as what the actual date is. <clears throat> and I thought they were showing that this is an abomination because he he escaped jail to fight and then went back into jail. No, he's back in there he now. Escaped. No, he escaped, and that's he's out. Wow. Okay. If that happened, y'all, like I said, like <laughs> he I said, was in there. He talked to her, and then escaped and went to fight Wong, basically. Oh wow! I gotta, I gotta fix it on my timeline. But yeah, that's how um, that's how it goes. So uh, they had a postcard scene of her helping her family out. Doing like carrying water, hold up the car, change the tire, and put a TV up and everything, so stuff like that. Uh, but it, it, it's meant to be funny. But that was episode two. I like it now. It now breaks some kind of drama. Like I, I would agree if that in episode one. But okay, now how are we going to get up into this drama? You know. So I'm hoping now we get we get some more complete episodes that feel like within that thirty minute range that completes it. So I don't feel like I I I wait for the next story. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay, so how did you feel about episode two? Uh, it was still, bad, see it? still, like I said, still, still, uh, like the, like the first part, felt like one whole story. Okay. Well, guys, that was our review. So make sure you guys post that comments how you guys feel. And we're in the podcast. We're gonna move on, but if you're on YouTube, like, subscribe and share. And, and to thank you for watching our uh, TV experience. All right, Prime, before we get up out of here, did you see the new Pinocchio trailer? Uh, I did not. Oh, wow. They reveal what Pinocchio looks like. Uh, good or bad? Good. Just like the, okay, just, okay. Just, just like the animation. I mean, it is CGI, so, you know. Yeah. I know, I know it's pretty good. He, he's still doing the same now, thing. Now, I will say I'm glad that this came out in this time because obviously the one, you know, they would have had to try to dress him up, somebody, a little kid up or whatever to look like to look like it, but yeah, you know, CGI is better because you can kind of do what you want. 
Yeah. If you talk about that, what was that Jonathan Taylor Thomas one? That one that came back in two thousand one. Yeah, yeah, that that looked hard. And there is another Pinocchio movie that is coming out also. I'm just like, what is this one? It kind of reminds me of the 2001 version, but I don't know. Like I said, I didn't look into it. All I care about is Tom Hanks, September 8th, and that Pinocchio movie. To be completely completely real with you. So, yeah, I recommend you go go check out Chuck because he looks good. Jimmy Cricket looks good. Everything from the classic movie, I, I was starting to remember. I was just like, "This is." This, I think this is gonna be good. You know, Tom Hanks is gonna sell it. They uh go go into the whale's mouth. There, I was like, "Are they gonna do the whole whale thing from the third act in 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 this live action movie?" And I'm like, "Yeah." So we doing this, dude. So yeah. Mm, sure. Yeah. Excuse me. All right. Well, guys, that was it for our, our episode. Make sure you uh, guys stay tuned for episode 200. And thank you for supporting the Nerdgaster Talk podcast. Uh, shout out to Swag on Zero. Shout out to Qflow. Shout out to Lady Sketch. But uh, I'm the mayor to play for the NBO Shazam, Mr. Andy, and not Deion Sanders for primetime. All right, it's been real. Hey, Qflow, man, wherever you are at, take us out. to your ears welcome to the show we don't need any gimmicks you already know so sit back relax and hit the like button go and share with your friends and keep the likes coming swag on trivia and prompts top five either way it's fun and you're hearing it live join with your host mr a and e yeah you know it's the place to be it's in c the just because deal hey oh what's this breakfast from mickey d's for me yep why because it's morning and you like mcdonald's let's eat while it's hot there's a deal for every act of kindness at mcdonald's the steak egg and cheese bagel is back at mcdonald's order ahead on the app and pick up curbside price and participation may vary mcd app download and registration required